Welcome to Holy Cray Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, giving you a platform where you can speak your truth, be authentic of your own self, no judgment, but love and belongingness and sense of gratitude. Let's all grow together, not only physically, but inwardly. This platform encourages you to really explore that healing within embodying your authenticity and as we all heal together we collectively heal our generation ahead of us may this platform fill up your soul's desire gratefully cray hi everybody welcome back to holy craze podcast your dose of holistic healing Thank you so much for being here today and tuning in for our new episode, which is all about our emotional pain and triggers. Something about this episode resonate with me so much because one thing that really catapulted my journey was to be aware of my own triggers. Triggers are our inner wounds. They are our emotional pain bodies that has been so suppressed and ignored for a while that it backfires on us when someone pulls a trigger on us. I know that sounds so redundant, but it will make sense once you tune in throughout this episode. But all I'm saying is we mirror ourselves to everyone around us. So whatever we feel conflicted of against someone, whatever we feel in pain or offended or happy or even admiring someone, we mirror that exactly within us, what we wanted and what we need to heal from. Our inner wounds, those are the things that we've just, you know, put it under the rug and ignore it and pretend that we're okay so we can move throughout our life, where in fact that coping mechanism is an old belief system that we have to be strong to move forward no actually what is most helpful that i've done in my healing journey was to feel the heal feel the feels feel everything every triggers that came up for me and honor them and befriend them so we'll be talking about the tools that you can use to handle your triggers and how it is detrimental to your healing journey to be aware of this pattern this emotional pain that we are ignoring and how can you shift your energetic state to not to impulsively react into something that is uncomfortable to us so today's episode is something that is really not fondly talked about by everyone else but if you're that person who gets offended easily by someone's critic about you who get emotionally triggered by someone's disagreement or when someone doesn't agree with your notion or your own behalf and you get riled up and then the anxiety builds up the guilt and the shame are you that person who always take things personal because they think you're always right sounds familiar yes we all have emotional triggers 
and it can be really challenging to identify what exactly those triggers are. But the process of getting to know and understand them can help us heal and learn how to cope better in responding them in a way that instead of ignoring or suppressing by befriending them befriending them in a way that we honor them same way as we honor happiness and joy and gratitude because they're just merely emotions and we climb up our thermostat i call it thermostat because we all have emotional scale meaning you climb up the emotional ladder from being frustrated, from being angry, from being triggered to emotionally in pain, to climbing up to being kind, to being compassionate, to being grateful, to being in love with what's transpiring into your being. So I want to share you guys also another trigger that came up for me in a relationship. And it was crazy because I didn't know I had it in me. <laughs> So growing up, I was raised in a family that's very outspoken when they're angry, but was very passive when it comes to showing affection or love or just by having some physical love language, by hugging, by kissing each other. So I had a relationship and he started yelling at me. And yelling was so common in our family that it started to be a built up anxiety or pain inside me that when someone yells at me, I get riled up. I get riled up. I get emotional. I cry and cry. I never processed those emotions growing up because I didn't know why when someone is expressing their opinion, they have to yell strongly and disagreed by yelling. And with that being said, when my significant other, every time my significant other reacts that way, there is a tinge of pain, like an intense pain inside me that wanted to come out and the only way I know how to do it is by crying and by stopping and just like surrendering. I cried and cried and I was like, what the heck am I feeling? Why do I always feel like I'm having a panic attack if you would put it on a medical term way? And it's crazy because perhaps it's, it's a warning inside me that I didn't know and wasn't conscious enough that there are so many emotional traumas or pain body that I went through that I've ignored from my past. And now it's coming up for me because I thought I was okay. And I thought I cope up well by doing the things that I thought would take my mind off of it. But it's not. And it backfired on me real hard. So with that being said, like triggers are there to teach us. Triggers are our spiritual mentors. And you know what What came up for me as that consistently shows up, it just meant that it's not healed yet. When your triggers are always coming up for you, the same pattern that you're feeling in anxiety or in anxious of, that's just meant that you gotta pay attention to them. You gotta befriend that shadow 
that trigger, that emotional pain that you're going through. And that's what happened to me. First thing that I did on how I can emotionally handle it or by coping up in a better way was to recognize that recognizing and accepting wow i actually have that trigger and that that really gave me this idea that i can call it out once it comes up for me and so when that happened i learned how to dissociate myself from that situation how of course by meditating so why do we all have triggers in short because we are all children once that's why i was sharing to you guys that growing up there are detrimental experiences that have affected me without me knowing subconsciously inherently was passed on to these things and planted a seed inside me became an emotional pain and now growing up we inevitably experienced pain or suffering that we could not acknowledge or deal with sufficient time. We didn't have a luxury of time to process, process these things growing up. So as adults, we typically become triggered by experiences that are reminiscent of these old painful feelings. As a result, we typically turn to a habitual or addictive way of trying to manage the painful feelings and you know how you know how i cope up with it i drink i used to drink and party a lot and i know when i'm drinking i could numb the pain that i'm going through and every time i get emotionally out or i emotionally outburst from a trigger i would find friends oh let's go out and drink and that's how i cope up that's just an example of how i was subconsciously and unconsciously in unhealthy way in coping up with my triggers so how do you manage the painful feelings the emotional pains when you're triggered do you face your triggers head on or you attempt to avoid the pain so i'll give you a couple of examples that might help you to discover your own triggers that you don't know yet say for example i'll call her jane so jane was raised by a single mom who is strongly present with her masculine energy meaning she's she has a very strong personality and she basically the head of the household so basically jane's mother is not always present so she's unavailable emotionally and physically with her milestone growing up and what that brought jane jane was forced or she was left out to be learning things on her own independently that she has to carry that responsibility at a young age and that gave her no choice to even enjoy a bit of her childhood and with that being said, so how did Jane grow up? So she grew up in a way where she's very competent in the field that she does. But she gets painfully triggered when someone she cares about isn't available. Let's say for example, she was in a relationship 
And then this person didn't respond to her immediately. She would get upset. She will, if, if this person doesn't return her call, she would think so many things that this person doesn't love her or doesn't respond to her because she feels like she's not good enough and all sorts of emotional spiral negativity that goes on in her mind even though it has nothing to do with those reasons until Jane realized after she see that pattern with every relationship that she is in it's because of her upbringing the fact that in her household when she was young the physical love language or the trust and the presence of her mom or her parents wasn't there the security of having someone in her life wasn't shown and the quote unquote she didn't realize that the unavailability is her trigger that she most often tries to avoid and that is her old pain by blaming the people that she relates with or she's in a relationship with but now that she's aware of her old traumas or her childhood neglect Jane now feels like she is compassionately releasing that old belief system and healing and attending to her inner child to in order for her to heal holistically. And that Jane is me. <laughs> I know, I gotta pretend that it's Jane. But yes, I went through that growing up and i'm being honest and vulnerable with you guys but i don't blame my mom because she has to do what she gotta do she's a single mom raising me and my other half siblings and it's not an easy task to be in in a position especially in a third world country and she's trying to make it out there and i felt neglected and that came up for me until i realized that when i was in a relationship i always feel not good enough when this triggers comes up just little subtle acts or microaggressions is being done to me that it has nothing to do of who i am as a person honestly of of uh, actually of the person that i am in a relationship it was actually me so that trigger was actually coming from that past and how did i cope up guys like i said by being aware of this trigger by befriending that and i i realized the pattern was coming on and on consistently and through meditation and journaling i saw my my realization and the way i write about myself it was really a lot. There's no compassion in it. And as I devoted myself four years ago through self-love, I consistently pour that void inside me. So by recognizing this trigger and being compassionate of how you are feeling, you'll tend to it. You'll realize what part or what is inside you, what is the void that you are not 
noticing or that you are ignoring. Once you really know your triggers, that's the first step towards healing them and is considering and finding their root cause. That's what I did, my inner child healing. I know it wouldn't be possible without the self-help books, without the self-awareness that I've built throughout these years, but I'm sharing this to you guys now that it is possible. Just take account into those triggers that comes up for you and take a and once you can heal these triggers, take a little time to go inside and make sure to be patient because patience is the key to really consistently being kind and compassionate to yourself. And it's difficult to avoid our triggers. You know why? Because we are always in denial of our own state when we are not conscious on who we are and we and when we are operating from a subconscious state or in an unaware state so what are the things that you do when you want to avoid your triggers so the emotional response would be i get angry i get needy i comply and i become a people pleaser I shut down and withdraw from the other person or who you are in argument with and then I blame someone else for my pain. I turn to an addiction like food. Oh my gosh, this was me too. I tend to go to comfort foods or drugs, alcohol, sex, porn, shopping, work, overwork, don't even have days off just to numb and avoid the pain that we are going through gambling and so on if you do relate of any of these responses how do you feel about them you probably realize that the pain doesn't go away just because you try to avoid it right and you may even end up with more pain so i encourage you to be really really honest with yourself about your emotional pains how do you respond to your triggers and how do you react to them even if it's if it's so uncomfortable even if this approach feels harsh initially it will really help you learn learn to be more compassionate about yourself and thinking honestly about your triggers is the only way to eventually heal them i am telling you that now because I wasn't aware of this until I met my significant or my partner and it's, it's funny because he became a spiritual teacher I call him a spiritual teacher because that's what my mentor told me because all of the things that I was suppressing ignoring avoiding I mirrored it to him and he mirrored it back to me and triggered me in a hundred times magnitude that it backfired on me in so many ways that it became so unhealthy you know what my coping mechanism is i how do i avoid it i withdraw from it i i became combative i became argumentative i didn't want to listen i yelled to to stop that pain from coming up and i'm just looking back at it i, I get emotional it was really harsh it was so unhealthy and i encourage you to be really like just take time take time to really befriend these emotions because you don't want to you don't want to reach at a certain lifetime 
and still you have to go through this when you don't have that much energy anymore because you've accumulated all of this pent up energies and you know what's gonna happen it's gonna be a physical manifestation and energy doesn't lie and i pretended to be okay for so long because all i know was resilience is the key to be strong to not process to go on and ignore it but i was wrong until i realized that self-compassion self-love was real it was and it made me made me realize how much of a wounded chick i am of how much emotional traumas that i was not really responding well that affected my relationship deeply so when you really recognize your own pain body or emotional pain as it arises you will also quickly learn what's the most common triggers or that activates it whether it be a situation or certain things or other people do or say just like what i had experienced it was the yelling part and when these triggers occur you will immediately see them for what they are so next step is really seeing them as is just really realizing that your emotions are just your emotions they're not part of you as a neutral being that is expansive that is ever changing and ever evolving and within a few seconds or two you will also notice the emotional reactions just like how you blame others you just emotionally shut down passively disconnect in order to avoid these triggers and you will really realize where is the pain arising from and with that state of awareness the presence you won't identify yourself with your triggers you won't identify yourself as a triggered person but when you call it out it's so easy really it's it's i would say not easy okay but for me it was it became really easier and easier as i continuously identify it and it, it didn't take over me it's just like the ego when you call out your ego you will know most likely that that voice in your head will not talk down on you and you will function from your higher self and if you are with your partner let's say for me one time i had it i had a trigger and what i did was i sat and then just like realized what just happened and there is an arising emotional pain that's coming up for me and it's like literally it's rooted from my heart and i said what you just said there triggered me and i recognized that and what i'm gonna do right now is to just hear you and listen to you and i'm gonna sit here and until i'm calm then i will respond to you that's what i did oh my god that was like the most powerful response that i've ever had after all of the healing things that i've done for myself it was liberating tell you guys it was the most liberating feeling ever it was to a degree that i didn't engage an argument i didn't engage with the energy that was being projected towards me and i recognized my triggers and i became so compassionate and 
what's the next step for you to do is to forgive yourself that it is valid to feel this way like i said we were all child back then we were all children that we didn't know how to be how to grow up we were just being raised by our parents and teaching us or instilling us the things that they know how so our role today is to unlearn and constantly rewire these patterns that we have and be really be able to befriend and feel the heal and not suppress and bypass them um, you cannot live with this kind of emotional pattern anymore because the inner peace comes from this overcoming these triggers. That's what I am encouraging you guys to do because through these triggers, I became so in tune with myself. What are the things that I was neglecting still or what are the things that I'm avoiding still? And I was mirroring myself back to everyone around me, not just by traumas, but also with the jealousy, the envy that I felt in, in, in the people that I relate with. I still reflect that back inside me and call it out and be compassionate to why as to why I'm feeling that way. So I want you guys to really learn how to disidentify from the, from the content from the content of our minds that is structured from our childhood so give yourself and really an opportunity give yourself an opportunity to grow out of this mindset and as you know that we are ever evolving beings so be in this cathartic state to purge out all of these triggers that no longer serve you you want to not suffer anymore and that's what i felt i was tired of being in that same spiral emotions spiral reaction same old pattern and same old body pain until i was like i need to reawaken myself again it was it was the moment of the it was the moment in my life where i said i'm tired i'm tired of this exhausting suppression of emotional traumas and i want to get out of this i want to end the suffering and you have the power to choose you have that so relinquish relinquish the resistance and become still and alert and be one within be one within and release that release that you are evolving and evolving is inevitable so flow with your evolution be uncomfortable for change i'm sorry guys because there is a lot of purging and purging is uncomfortable like when you become conscious and aware of these things you disidentify yourself and you break out of this and you reawaken your being inside you so there was this question that i asked how long does it take for us to be free from our emotional triggers or emotional pain Honestly, I learned this from Eckhart Tolle from his book, The New Earth. And his answer was, it depends. <laughs> it depends on the density of the individual's consciousness or awareness of their own or degree or intensity of that presence of triggers or emotional pain. It's actually not 
are emotional pain and triggers that causes suffering it's actually what we inflict in ourselves and here i am saying this is because i inflicted it inside me that i believe i still have it that i believe that i've never really healed from it and that's the reason why it keeps coming up for me it forces me to relive my past over and over again because i refuse to to believe that i can evolve that i can change that i can let it go and it was kept under the rug unconsciously so now the the important question to ask would be how long does it take to become free of the identification with these triggers in our humanness the answer would be always it takes no time at all <laughs> because we are ever evolving we constantly change and it's a lifelong journey that's why my mentor would always say you are in a journey a journey never stops it just keeps getting better and better you just reawaken yourself over and over again and breaking and disidentifying all this over and over again until you have the ease to respond to it that it ceases to become an uh, a box of your belief system that you break out of it and that prevents you from that emotional pain that rises up over and over inside you now tell you what Reiki became a sufficient, a very efficient tool and a powerful practice for me in releasing this old, old gunk emotional traumas that I went through. It's energy, remember. These are energy that we inherently, subconsciously and unconsciously inherited from our past. And Reiki is so, I could say it just really dynamic that it doesn't heal you from one specific needs it heals your past your future and your present what can you ask more from that and ever since i've been doing reiki to myself it got even better it got even better on how i became aware of my triggers that when a trigger comes up it's not a trigger anymore but it just becomes an old version i call it sasha because sasha is an old version and outdated tech of my life and then and i refuse to let it define me of who i am and what i am becoming and i want that for you guys reiki is so it's it doesn't judge you for who you are of what you think you are it actually helps you to work with your belief system it helps you to remove the old belief system that is hindering you from all of this that is making you suffer reiki promotes wellness the joy the inner peace that we desire to liberate from this old emotional traumas emotional pain and triggers that we all go through that we all once had and you can just say yep that was me back then and now i'm better and now i'm more aware and conscious and in control i would say not regulate but i i have the power to choose and i know i can move with ease without letting this emotional pattern arise and take over my consciousness 
So I've read this article that I just also want to share with you guys that there are nine categories of triggers. Number one is feeling self-conscious, such as when you're alone in a group or you compare yourselves consistently with everyone around you, that is another emotional trigger. Or there's also a point where you're being discounted, such as when someone stands us up or ignores our calls. And that's that's what I just shared earlier on my situation that I went through or my experience or another one would be feeling we are controlled, such as when someone is making decisions for us or telling us what to do or feel, oh my gosh, don't you guys feel triggered this way when you go to work? When someone's trying to control you and consistently boss you around and you feel triggered, right? And you feel discounted or feeling like you're being pushed around. I felt that. Tell me what it resonates with you guys. Or feeling taken advantage of, such as when someone fails to pay us back on a loan. Wow, this was me when I didn't heal my money relationship or my money trauma. If you are that person, please tag me and let me know if that resonated with you. And also feeling vulnerable, such as when we're in a situation in which we feel exposed. I used to feel afraid of showing this because I thought it was a weakness. But I am happy and expressive now that I also want you to be because vulnerability births loving and belongingness. And then relationship experiences such as when we're lonely or feeling smothered. Boundary concerns. Ooh, this is me. Such as when someone is coming at us while drunk or disrespecting our space. Well, it triggers me a lot too before until I realize that I actually have to work with that and find a root cause of why am I feeling that way? Am I setting the right boundaries or have I even set boundaries in the first place? That's why people kept on invading my personal space, right? So you gotta ask this question to be really aware and find a root cause. And then feeling uncomfortable about what is happening, such as when we witness someone's being hurt or when someone's words or actions disagree with our values. Yes, that was me with my partner. <laughs> but it's a constant learning journey. Like I said, we are ever evolving and our journey doesn't stop when we heal one trigger to another. It just keeps getting better and better. So notice that every trigger on the list while they sound so unpleasant, it really helps you to be aware of them. And our human interaction, there will always be, you know, a new profound disappointments or possibility of just us feeling triggered, but we just ignored it. And you got to like be aware of that and take inventory of the traumas that you haven't really felt like you've resolve them that you've repressed for so long and reiki is here for you to help you to facilitate that release and healing for you it doesn't matter if it's too late or not but just really feel the heal until you become present and aware and question yourself over and over name that trigger I swear, once you really name it, you call it out. You discover what is familiar and what is a repeated trigger. 
They could, this could be particular people, words, places, or behaviors. And be on the lookout and be... And once you're on the lookout, I swear you'll be ready for this. You will respond consciously. Now seek source. Find root cause. Identify the source or triggers reaction, a specific event or trauma. It could ground you. It will ground you and it will free yourselves from it. Triggers based on past trauma, like how I just mentioned earlier, show us where the past invades the present. Remember, our past shouldn't be identifying of who we are or what we can become. It can just be a tool for us to learn from it and be better version on this present moment now. Allow yourself to look directly into the hidden world of who we are. And race it. Elevate yourself. And when you accurately locate where the trigger comes from, you will notice. You will reduce the wallop or, or literally the jumping reaction that you have for so long. And be aware of the projection. Trigger reactions are about projections. So for example, if one of your parents was angrily violent towards you, you might be triggered by anger in others. This is because your body fears a repetition of that original sequence. For me, okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It, the yelling part was because my dad, who I was, who didn't raise me, kept on yelling at me whenever he feels concerned about something, which is not normal. So that really triggers me a lot. And that invokes anger and resentment to me. So really, really look into that and be aware of it and befriend it and just honor honor these emotions because it's not it's not it's showing up it's because it's not healed yet it's showing up because it needs your attention it's not it's that it's not a deficit but it is an opportunity for you to grow out of it and the most important thing that you can do is when you react to it in a very conscious state, you will leave it powerless and you can change. And now, lastly, would be notice the hyper arousal signs when you're triggered, the adrenaline rush, the fragileness, the disorganized feeling, disoriented feeling. We're unable to self-regulate, but I don't want to say regulate again because we have, we know we have the power to choose. We we know inside us, and we can. So to do this, really find time to take an inhale, a box inhalation, do a four seconds inhalation for four, three, two, one, and hold it for two seconds, and then exhale, release. Keep doing that until you find your focus, which is your breath. And then feel your pulse, listen to your heart rate. That could really bring you back to awareness and to the present moment. And don't fight the inner voice, guys. I was like that. I always fight the opinions that's going inside my head, the argument. Because you, instead of fighting, instead of resisting, like Abraham would say, what you resist persists. Instead of resisting, Appreciate that voice and affirm, reaffirm consistently. I trust myself to do the best I can. Or I trust myself to handle whatever happens. I forgive myself from feeling this way. I choose love instead of this. So take a breather. 
try to echo response when you mirror people you mirror themselves you you literally when you when people are shaming you and if you respond the same way you are giving back that to yourself so slowly be conscious find humor out of it know that you're not alone and i'm here and seek help it's okay to seek help and accept practice acceptance so i'm here to guide you when you feel called to work with me i am a reiki practitioner i i'm really passionate about helping and facilitating a healing especially when it comes to this type of emotional or energetic state because i went there i went through i went through a lot of that through my healing journey and i want to share the tools with you in depth and you can always reach out to me through my website at www.hollygray.com i really appreciate you and this episode has been such a delayed but i know it's always divine timing and thank you for still keeping up and staying here so whenever you're ready you can always dm me and follow me on instagram at holly cray h-o-l-i-k-h-r-e-y and i have a couple events that's coming up soon so go check my website and tune in subscribe to my email list so you'll know and be ahead of them I appreciate you for being here today. If this episode resonates with you, thank you so much for staying and keeping or making time for yourself to receive this energy that I'm putting out. So when you feel called to, like I said, you can always reach out to me and work with me through energy healing. I'm Cray and I'm here for you and I always provide a safe space with non-judgmental space for you to just be. So thank you so much, guys. So if you love this episode, please rate and subscribe if you have Apple Podcasts. And if you have Spotify, download this because it really helped me expand and reach more souls out there who needs to hear this. So thank you. I really appreciate you. And I hope you have a great week ahead. And see you on the next episode. Gratefully, Cray.